Welcome to the Bang Tan Epiphany, episode 68. Run BTS is an amazing variety show that BTS has been making since 2015, and this week we look at the first 50 episodes. We highly recommend that you watch them all, but there will always be some that are your favorites. And of the first 50 episodes, here are some of our favorites. So recently, we just finished um, watching the 50th and I guess 51st episode of Run because we've been watching them in order. Yeah, so they they actually, they call it like the 50th Eve or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But it's actually like numbered number 50. So, no, it's it, like the first part is 49 and then yeah, 50. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it that's a, that's a big deal. That's like 50 episodes. Yeah. Right? Um, And it took him... What, like three years to get to 50? Yeah. And then they did almost 100 more in the three years that followed. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> they doubled at, their pace. Yeah, they're they're up there now. Yeah. I um, think they just made it to 140 now. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. And luckily for us, it didn't take us three years to get to 50, like to yeah. watch all 50. <laughs> but, you know, I think what we started doing is we started watching them like, um, watch this episode that we heard of and then watch that like watching them randomly ones that we heard of that's the thing there's like there's the hits right you hear yeah. about them and people recommend them and so we you know we may do some of that right now but um it's been a fun like wild ride to just go through linearly chronologically yeah 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 yep that's been super fun it's like our little show that we put on like once a night or something oh yeah it's 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 so fun and it's it's cool to watch, like, I don't know, I always see this with uh, Big Hit, um, the way they just kind of figure it out. They just figure it out as they go, so. Oh, yeah, it really feels like that. Like, I think what's, that's one of the cool things about watching it in order. Yeah. Um, is that you're kind of seeing BTS figure it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> figure out how to be, like entertainers or whatever. Yeah, like variety show entertainers. Yeah. <laughs> Do that. I'm an idol who's being entertaining thing. Um, and then you're also seeing like big hit figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. With their <laughs> editing and, and, and all that. And, and all of the production stuff, like they're like, at first it's like, let's put them in suits and have them tickle each other with feathers. I mean, they're, they're just <laughs> wild. Well, yeah. Just like the concepts. I, th- I think they did pretty good, but I feel like the first 10 are like very much like, proof of concept like let's let's figure this out and the thing is is that early bts are so wild yeah like they're just all over the place it's like they're always hyped up that um i can only imagine how difficult it was for like the production staff to be like okay so go ahead and be wild and and be entertaining but like every once in a while maybe like come back and actually do the episode things like they are so 
crazy. Oh yeah, and that's why you you see them like kind of learn that as well, and like uh, Sugar will be like, "All right, moving along," or or you'll see someone be like, "All right, moving along." Like, well, they had to learn to do yeah, that. They don't. Exactly. They didn't do that in those early episodes. Like, I'd say like one through fifteen. Like, there's no. They never. They never restrict themselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they never pull it back. Yeah. They're just like full on wild the whole time. Yeah. You can see them like the company is getting more money and figuring it out. But then it's kind of like, I don't know. It's always has this sort of unpolished feel. And I don't know if that's just how Korean variety shows are. Or maybe it's like it feels unpolished to me because I don't know the sort of TV conventions that are normal for Korean television. When you watch other like reality shows or um, shows that are about real people in America, like it gets contextualized. Everything is contextualized, you know, like they tell you what to expect. They tell you what's going to happen that, and it all makes sense. It's the opposite with run. (laughs) If they, if they contextualize it and you don't um, speak Korean the context is going to be um, a very fast amount of instructions on an extremely complicated game thing something that even in the translation doesn't really make sense. And then you're going to be thrown in with seven chaos demons, like somewhat following possibly and possibly not understanding those rules. Um, you're almost guaranteed in every episode where they're playing an elaborate game with difficult rules that one to two members have no idea what's going on the entire time. <laughs> like have no clue what the rules but of the game are. But that's perfect because they, they are like us. Yeah. <laughs> they are like us. Totally lost. <laughs> yeah. And somehow it manages to be entertaining even if you don't know what's going on. Um, so that's, that's the good thing is you don't necessarily have to understand, but like these games, bro, are so freaking complicated. Why are they so complicated? I don't know. I don't know. It's maybe it's a cultural thing. The games are the most complicated things I've ever seen. Like really simple things, games that should, you would, that should be simple are like way more complicated. And there's always like the pre-games. You know, it's not like you just play a game that's a competition. You have, like, the pregame that determines, like, your starting place in the actual game. Yeah, the order or whatever. Yeah, and, like, then you have, like, the practice rounds. I don't know. It gets... I get so lost. So how about this? Our um, Our first thing. Yeah. We're only going to do the top, the first 50 episodes, because that was what we just watched. Yeah, yeah. So, out of the first 50 episodes, which episode is the most, like, complicated? Did we understand the least? <laughs> like, which has the most complicated game? What What, what is our uh, Max Confusion episode? Well, I mean, that could just be based on us, like, not understanding something like... I don't necessarily understand the game where they throw those pillows. Yut. Yeah, yeah. Is it? It's Y U T. Yut. Yeah, and I don't understand that game either. Even though yeah. I've seen it played like at, at this point like ten times. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm still totally lost. It's kind of like dice, but it has to do with like 
some of the sticks have an X on the back and some of them don't. And they're rounded on one side and flat on the other. It's just those are different values. But then also yeah. the, there's a game board with all these different uh, then strategies. Sometimes it's used with a game like a like a board game, almost like like Life or Monopoly or something. It's like a game board that you go around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no clue. No clue what that game is about. It is elaborate. It's fascinating. It looks like it would be fun. No clue. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think I'm at 20%. 20% understanding of it. No idea. Um okay, that's a that's a really good one. Um Blue Village. Blue Village, the most complicated like mafia game ever created. Yeah, I mean, I feel I feel a little bit better with Blue Village now, having watched it at least two or three times now. When I watched it for the third or fourth time, I'm like, I think I get what was supposed to happen. Yeah, and I think and what that's, didn't. <laughs> that's just something that you gotta you gotta deal with, right? With run. Um, let's see, what's confusing? I I I think I was doing okay with Blue Village. Um, okay, that's that's a bit smug. That's like when J-Hope gets off a, a ride and he was like, it's not scary at all. Yeah, yeah, but that's fine. <laughs> Maybe after the fact, you can smugly say that you understood it all. And um, no shade to our audience who may understand it. I It took me at least four times of watching before I understood what was going on. Yeah, and, and that's exactly what I'm saying as well. I'm like right here at three to four times. I'm like, I kind of get it. You know, that's my God, it was complicated. Yeah. Like the the person what I kept imagining is like this big hit staff member whose job it is <laughs> to come up with these like elaborate, ridiculous storyline slash puzzles. Like, oh, my God, I want that job. First of all, mm. I mean, I the uh, the job of making puzzles sounds amazing. I would love that job. The job of making puzzles for BTS sounds even more amazing. Yeah. Um, but the level that they think that uh, BTS's math skills and deductive reasoning skills and like general puzzle etiquette skills are is just they they really don't understand them. There's a real disconnect <laughs> between where BTS is at the chaos demons that they are and. Um, the level of puzzles that they give. Yeah, and I think the tricky thing in Blue Village for them was the, uh, I don't know, red herrings or whatever, the way they would throw in um, Mr. X, right? They, yeah. they're yeah. Like, it, It's so unfair. Like, they're just trying to figure out what the heck a clue even is, and they're yeah. like, okay, the spy person can do this challenge to get, like, the misdirect clues. And it's like... I'm sorry, but BTS could see garbage on the ground and think it's a clue. Like, the the misdirect clues were way too effective. I had no idea what a clue was and what a clue wasn't. Like, there's no context to anything. They're just in this, like... Um, first of all, this, oh, this yeah. amusement park thing... So amazing. The fact that this exists is utterly amazing to me. Uh, it's it's an amusement park for children that has no rides... And it's not about having fun. It's about trying out different careers. Yeah, like, <laughs> like that's bank so teller. Practical. Yeah. What a practical play that would be. Like, let's let's take our children to this amusement park where they will pretend to have jobs. 
Now, that being said, there was a unused uh, dinosaur camp portion or something. Okay, so maybe there were some more fun fun bit. things, but yeah. it was like that's just an incredible practical amusement park. Um, it, it's almost sad. <laughs> I mean, it sounds fun, but it also is a little bit dreary. Being an adult who has a job, I'm like, you're going to have to be miserable as an adult with a job for much longer than you get to be happy as a kid. So yeah, but what's cool is they they probably started early. <laughs> they probably get to put that on their like. Like, I don't know, resume for college or something like kindergarten like, resume. Yeah, I played at this amusement park for X amount of hours. So I have no. this much job experience. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. It's like good for college credit. Um, But then seeing BTS dressed up and playing as these little roles. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. They made, and you could just see that the editors like at this point in run are like really um, they're really having fun with it. Like, they made Namjoon the car mechanic. Yeah, yeah. They're just, like, <laughs> messing was, with them now. That was definitely purposeful. The well, one person who doesn't have a driver's license. Yeah. What's your favorite? Would Would you say you have a favorite amongst the seven? Um, Yoongi as a florist is just a beautiful... That's just beautiful. Yeah. I just love that so much. Um, Tay-Tay as... <laughs> a patisserie. Patisserie. Yeah. Oh my god, he was so funny. I mean, he got to eat cookies. Oh yeah, and hang out in his little bakery. I mean, that's a cool job either way. Tay Tay had a great time, man. I really like the J.K. cop. J.K. cop that suited him yeah. well. It really suits him well. He is not much of a detective. Well, that's he had no idea. What's what was funny going is he on. just like he's like you know what I'm giving up this detective life and I'm going to like traffic guard like. <laughs> That's my job now. <laughs> I think I can do traffic. Yeah. That that's where it, it's a good start for him. Um oh my god, he was funny. Uh I don't know, they were all so amazing and so hilarious and um man, they really had no idea what they were doing. <laughs> the only one who seemed to like kind of get it is the master of games. Yeah. The ma- like the master of games Kim Sook Jin. I mean, that guy knows how to play a children's game. <laughs> okay? That's true. He was the prince of elementary school playground. You know he was. That's right. He won all the snacks off his off his classmates. He could challenge anyone to Kai Kai Mo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rock, paper, scissors, king. Not and- Oh, that's another thing. They're... One one I learned from BTS is like their rock paper scissor game is on a whole nother level. It's on a whole nother level. There's all these varieties. There's crazy like, like variations that again bring in the technical difficulties. What's the one where you like you use your whole body to express something? Yeah, you're just like that expressing the the rock, the paper, or the scissor, right? Yeah, with your whole body. I yeah. I don't get it. I still don't, and I love it. It's amazing. Or the one where you're like trying to lose or like it's like best two out of three. I, I don't know. It gets so confusing. The one that's crazy for me it. is where there's two hands Use and then you hands. put one forward or something. Yeah. But you show both hands and then you choose which one goes yeah, forward, yeah. which is kind of a cool variety because yeah. it's like it's a different strategy. Yeah, exactly. It, it's pretty fun. Um, but yeah, the 
the thing that got me probably the most is the locker puzzles in <laughs> Blue Village. I didn't necessarily try to decipher them. Well, we can't, right? Because a lot of them were like, um, like they weren't just puzzles. They were puzzles on like Korean characters. Yeah. So yeah. you'd have to know Korean in order to understand them. But the one that was so funny to me is that like, um, the one where they just had to subtract one number for the other. It was it was like a four digit number, and they had to subtract yeah, another four digit number. Yeah, but was it subtraction? I don't think it was. No, it was. It was subtraction. And they couldn't do it. Like three of them tried to do it. Okay. And they all failed. It was pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I could do that one. I could do the subtraction of a four digit number. I got that on lock. But <laughs> the other ones, like, oh, I don't even know how they were supposed to figure it out. Like it was so, I, I don't know. It, it was so elaborate. And I'm like, you know what? Big hit. Now, formerly known as Big Hit Employees, Puzzle Masters, my hat's off to you. That's right. I love you know how to make a complicated game. I love Jungkook was like, I'm just going to brute force this thing. Oh my God, he's so funny. He, he's just going to go through the 10,000 combinations. Just real quick. Yeah, real quick. We got time. We got time. Oh my God, they're so funny. But they're just like... What's great about BTS solving impossible puzzles that are really complicated is like they're so excited about it. Yeah. Like they get so into it and they're running around and they're screaming and laughing and freaking out and throwing each other under the bus and like they're just they're just wild. Like they betray each other on the <laughs> on a dime. They root for each other on a dime. Like they're they're all over the place. And I think the thing that I love most about Blue Village is that it started this thing where you realize that Jin is actually like really good yeah. at their variety games and at puzzles and that BTS are just like weirdly against Jin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they like oddly don't trust him or something. Even though he's the only one who's like really making sense and trying to like figure things out in good faith they're just like that guy's sketchy yeah Let's they're like nope <laughs> it's so funny so what is your favorite like i mean it's hard right but favorite moment of blue village like singular moment oh that's hard okay i got one it'll prime you okay you ready for this yeah favorite one of my favorite moments is where uh, Tay stops at the stoplight. Oh God, that was so cute! <laughs> and then stops, stops you and me. It's just a fake street, right? So it's yeah. like the light is red, and then he's walking and he stops, and then Yungi keeps walking and he's like, "No, wait, like, hung. Yeah. It's, it's a red light. It's so fucking cute. It's so amazing." And then um, having Jungkook be like, "Okay, go ahead with the little traffic." <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, it was so cute. Okay, more episodes, more episodes. Yeah, let's see. We we've uh, we we love Blue Village, but like, I, I guess mean Blue Village. We should like quickly talk about maybe some of our other favorite episodes. I really feel like, I really feel like they hit their stride with Run around episode thirty. Not to say that a- anything below that is not good, because the zombie episode, zombie episode is in the twenties, right? I think it's twenty four. One 24. of my favorites. Oh, that one's so good. It has all the the wonderful things. Um, big hit editors really love to scare Hobie. Oh, my God. I mean, scaring Hobie and Jin is just like entertainment gold. Yeah. 
true entertainment gold. And uh, they they love to make Hobie scream. And he screamed so much in this episode that when they're filming, because it's like they're in three groups, when yeah. they're filming the other members doing things for the zombie episode, you can still hear J-Hope scream yeah. from the other side of the building. Yeah. It's amazing. It's just like a constant soundtrack throughout that episode. <laughs> yeah, constant background is J-Hope screaming. Even like when he knows it's there. it's like Yeah, he's still screaming. It's really funny. Oh, but that one's just classic. That one's classic, and the whole and the whole sin, um, Jin and Yoongi, uh If you can't beat them, join them. Oh yeah, that was beautiful, brilliant. But favorite moment? Okay, you go. Favorite moment from the zombie episode? You don't have to just pick one, but you got to at least say one. What do you got? Um, it's really hard. I just love all the. I I think there's this awesome thing where it shows like. Um, J-Hope and Jimin freaking out they're in the hallways and then it shows um, Yoongi and Jin freaking out and then it shows uh, Namjoon, Tae and Jungkook and like Namjoon's really jumpy but like Tae and Jungkook are just like whatever <laughs> yeah they, they just walk <laughs> they just past go in the and zombie. they're like hi yeah. and they just start like looking at the puzzles and they're like do 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 and they're totally calm yeah they're just like, excuse me. That to me is the most hilarious. Like the contrast of their reactions yeah. is amazing. I mean, yeah, there's so many good ones. For me, one of the classic moments, it's just a little moment. It's where uh, at the end it's all over kind of and, and Jin is like, hey, I'm I'm, I'm Jin, you know? And he's like, well, why handsome? And he like hands one of the zombies uh, like a card or a sticker. <laughs> and he's like... <laughs> it's like you know BTS. <laughs> yeah, it's just like self-promotion Jin is so funny. Jin is amazing. Yeah. You know, let's I think we can we can give the popularity of BTS worldwide to just Jin saying, "Do you know BTS?" Oh yeah. <laughs> he is the best PR guy. He's a great marketer. Yeah. He's got them marketing skills. That whole episode is just like so much fun. Okay, so I have a good question. Yeah. Um what's another favorite episode? Uh, out of the ones that are the most popular, because mm. they're because in the fiftieth episode they talked about the ones that were the most popular then. Yeah, and then there's a few of those that like have stayed popular years later, um, which is pretty cool because they're just classic, classic. Um, the tomato song episode is of course one of those. It's a two-parter. Tomato song. Oh, the, the, like, sleep deprivation children's song. (laughs) Yeah. AKA BTS torture. Yeah. BTS torture. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, episode 30 and 31. Um. Oh my God. Those are so funny. Those are so so funny. funny. And the one that, like, um, has, like, the best thumbnail ever. Where you oh, just yeah. see the two hands. <laughs> yeah. And that's what's beautiful is when they're like, they're doing the episode and they're like, that that's the thumbnail. That's and the thumbnail. It's really fun seeing them kind of be a part of that process and, and well, then because they, listen to them. Whenever BTS says, that's the thumbnail, yeah. that is the thumbnail. Yeah. Like they make sure to make that the thumbnail. Yeah. It's really funny how um, just seeing them participate in that way. They're like, 
oh, make make the little crying eyes with animation. Oh, whenever they say, yeah, like to like, do the effects or whatever yeah, exactly. in editing. Yeah, that's cute. But that's what I mean. Episode 30, like in the 30s is where they hit their stride. Like the uh, the that episode with the <laughs> thumbnail of just the hands, right? Is they're jumping and trying to take pictures. And that was episode 33. Yeah, I think that's true. But like, I don't know. I don't think if you're starting on run, don't expect it to become consistent ever. Oh, yeah. It, it Like you're saying hitting their stride almost like, okay, now they've figured it out. They're still figuring it. Like it's never, ever been consistent as a show. Like it's kind of difficult to describe and it's kind of difficult to like know what to expect. It could be anything. It could be like a very expensive episode where they rent out like several floors of a mall. Yeah. It could be an episode where they're stuck in a tiny dingy hotel room sitting on the floor fighting over snacks. Like it has no rhyme or reason. But what's amazing (laughs) is that both those episodes are like equally insane, like by the amounts of like hilarity and entertainment value. Because sometimes when they're sitting on the floor playing games, they are like crazy. I and mean, it's like true. so funny. It's just kind of like what to me, I, it's never made sense that like that it's the same show. That there's yeah. a show where some people sit in a small room on the floor and play like little games with each other for half an hour. And that's the same show as like people doing like um, races on like elaborate um like water courses. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that that is in the same category yeah, of or show. paintballing. Or right? paintball. Like it it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's what's beautiful about it. Like that's like they put the variety in the variety yeah, show. Yeah. Right? yeah. You really don't know what you're gonna get. And like um some of those episodes are really good, the the hotel floor ones, and you know that they're like on tour. Yeah. And that's just a little bit wild to me, is that like they're on tour. So they're performing twice every week, right? And then they're doing all the rehearsals and all of the like, um, because their stages are so elaborate. So Mm -hmm. they have to like get there early and like the stage has to be set up. And then they have to do like the the sound rehearsal and then the like light rehearsal, all that kind of elaborate stuff that that's going on. And then they're like, oh, and then for like three hours on Wednesday, you're going to film a run episode. (laughs) It's just like wild right yeah and then like (laughs) um i just love that bts are always like it's great that they're doing so much but oh my god (laughs) like how exhausting is that some episodes you can kind of i think when we get later ones and we see them on tour um you can tell that's like they're about to pass out (laughs) like that was i think one of the amazing things about the tomato episode is like they're idols they're always doing something so they're like we're gonna play a game where we're gonna put you on these like blow up mattresses and you have to sleep and i'm like if someone told me in the middle of the day that i had to lay down and try to sleep there's no way i I could sleep i can't just like sleep at any time in a given day like that's weird bts can (laughs) bts get horizontal and they are asleep like they are asleep (laughs) they're so tired all the time that it all they have to do is get horizontal and they're out and they sleep hard and then they have to like wake up and sing this 
horrible children's song about tomatoes that is like one of the worst songs I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, it's just a children's song, so. But it's so annoying. I think, didn't they have to like memorize it first? They had to perfectly say every lyric. And if they after failed. After waking up from this weird nap. Yeah. And if they fell off, they start again. Um, it's so amazing. Um, Jimin gets so angry. <laughs> And it is a little bit torture. I mean, if someone like had me nap and then loudly had me like recite these lyrics to this ridiculous, annoying song, um, I would be mad too. I really understand, but it's so funny. And Jungkook is like dead. Oh yeah. Well, not only that, but he's just like, no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That kid is out. He like falls off the, the, (laughs) yeah, the blow up thing, little blow up mattress. And he's still, he still stays asleep. It don't matter. That's the thing. He's still horizontal. <laughs> he's so. horizontal, so he's out. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. And I think that they like had them film that episode, and then they like flew out. Yeah, I think like, that's right that might have been the reason for that to maybe avoid jet lag or something. So like tweak their schedules so that when they fly out, they could be crashed out. Those poor guys, man. I know. <laughs> I mean, how they're, do they deal with? That's the thing. How do they deal with jet lag? Because jet lag for me, it lasts like three days. Yeah, it's for real. But they it, like it does not go. It does not take me one day. It takes yeah. me three days before I'm even close to being able to be up during the day and yeah. sleep at night. And they land and then like let's let's dance for three hours. It's you like know? oh we're here let's let's do an in, let's do an interview for eight hours with yeah, like yeah. fifteen different things. It's so crazy. No, they're they're <laughs> they're cruel to them with the time. <laughs> uh um, but yeah, that tomato episode is so funny. It's just so funny. But you, just, you have to feel a little bit bad for them. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many classic things. Everyone loves that episode because it's so it's so wonderful. He's just like Jungkook's sitting there staring like angrily at the ceiling. And, you know, because there's like an alarm going off. And it's just so funny. And that tomato song is just awful. Well, yeah, it's it's just... Some weird nonsensical song about ketchup or something. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. like... <laughs> I created a Patreon uh, because I wanted to make like my own crafty, merchy like stuff, you know, like bracelets and postcards and bookmarks and photo cards. So you, so yeah, you can find us on Patreon, The Bang Tan Epiphany. And um, we'll have some sweet merch to send back to you, unofficial crafty merch. So if you did want to support us, amazing. This is just Emily making you something out of love, out of our mutual love for BTS. Byron wants you to know to come say hi to him on Twitter at BTS Epiphany Pod. Is that right, Byron? Yeah. And he says, um, support the show on Patreon. The Bangtan Epiphany on Patreon. And thank you for supporting our show. Thanks, guys. Um, the one where they're doing the the photos, they're trying to do the photos. Oh, my gosh. Which one? The, the thumbnail of the hands. Yeah, episode 33, where they're, like, trying to jump and yeah, time Yeah, they it. had to time the... Um, the camera going off and you have to jump to be in frame and to do the pose. Yeah. It's so funny. It's so funny. And yeah, I just, I don't know. I think if you want an episode to be really, really successful, 
Um, just make sure that Yungi and Jin are on the same team. Oh, yeah. Those two guys, I don't know. They go together so well. They make such a good team. They're either going to be the absolute worst or the absolute best. And I just love that about them. Yeah. Um, one of my favorites um, that I'd never seen before is when BTS learn how to make coffee. Oh, I love that one. And and you're like, oh, what's that? And the reason they make is they make espresso. Yeah, and, and, and they're not just making coffee; they're making well, they're making espresso. amazing, crazy drinks. Yeah, yeah. And the the cool thing about it for me is watching BTS get lit on coffee, oh, I know. I know. like straight up. It's like giving children like pure caffeine; like they are going wild. Yeah. J Hope is so. Funny in that J-Hope episode. like can't stop dancing. He can't stop dancing and like he's so like he he already has high energy and yeah. then giving him like three to four shots of espresso is like oh my god it's amazing. I think my favorite though is watching Jimin. <laughs> Jimin is so funny. Like that whole time. Because he goes from like I think he almost starts out sleepy right like he's come he's come to set and he's very yeah calm yeah but by the time he's like he's like drinking off of everybody's drinks too if you just watch jim and he's like ooh let me sip on that yeah. he's just like <laughs> bouncing around drinking all these drinks so he probably has like four to five shots of espresso yeah. in him by the end like of this coursing episode. through his veins and he is just like so on <laughs> yeah yeah you can like i don't know see see his like like every inch of his eyeballs like yeah. his like they're so open and he is like what are you drinking i want to drink it and it's oh, just so God, funny it's so funny and they do really well and then jin's wearing that ridiculous cookie um outfit that's it's ridiculous especially because it, the head is so big that he like he can't wear it for half of it and then seeing him get like a, afraid of the espresso machine while he's trying to <laughs> make uh, it yeah oh my gosh Comedy gold, comedy yeah. gold. I mean, that's classic. It's it's just so fun, um, and they do they do pretty well. <laughs> like, but I mean, that's one uh, of the the magic, so the magic of run. It's like they're gonna learn to make coffee. How is that? Like, oh, is that entertaining? Like, I could watch BTS do their taxes or something. Like, <laughs> they just they just have that that magic, you know. Well, I think that that's something that they tried to cultivate, right? Like, they're yeah. trying to be. They try to be entertaining. And the way that they are like really entertaining is if they're just kind of like wild. Mm-hmm. If they're just allowed to just sort of let loose and, and be really wild. As long as they're like into the game and they're putting a lot of energy in, like it's fun. Even if they have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which which happens a lot of which the time. Which happens most of the time. Yeah. I mean, for seven of them to all know what's going on at the same time i think is kind of like um would create a paradox in the universe or something yeah i've never seen it happen where they like all understand the rules of the game that they're playing and um are all like able to to figure out what's going on and play it normally never yeah never has that happened yeah and one of the biggest things also is the fact that sometimes you may have a member or two kind of playing dumb or playing against the game because oh, they the are spies. spy. Yeah. yeah. Which the is another that, like, aspect of that. Basically, they always have a spy, even when a spy doesn't even make sense. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> just always spies. Which is just a, it's another like 
cool like twist to like these game game show variety things is like um like i'd never seen it before so it was cool when i saw it and run like oh this this concept of the spy and they have their secret mission it's so okay but you the editors are so cruel yeah because they've done it so much and they tend to pick certain people to be the spy where like i don't think nam june has ever been a spy mm. ever i mean it's hard to say i've only seen 50 or so you know i have to watch them all i think i've seen all of them and i can't remember maybe i'm wrong someone help us out if i'm wrong trying to remember has namjoon ever been a spy i don't think so well i mean some of them are also are are kind of not necessarily very good at like i don't know jungkook just can't lie (laughs) that's true and that's fine he can't um, he is not a good candidate for being a spy. Um, he just does this like a little smile, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Um, and some of them are like too good at being spies. But the thing is, is they pick on J-Hope and Jin to be spies so often mm-hmm. that the members are constantly throwing, especially Jin. Just constantly throwing Jin under the bus and assuming that he's a spy. I know. Even when he's not. I know. When he's like the biggest ally for this game. Yeah. They're like, nope, don't trust him. I don't know. It's Jin. And what I love about Blue Village, too, is once you watch Blue Village and then every kind of spy episode after, Mm -hmm. like Jin will continually bring up Blue Village and be like, don't accuse me. Remember Blue Village. Yeah, exactly. Remember how you all turned against me and were wrong. And I'm like, fair, Jin. What's unfair is that the editors keep choosing Jin to be the spy. (laughs) Like, they love Jin as the spy. So, like, on the one hand, yes, BTS were unfair to, to Jin, assuming that he was the culprit. But, like... It's not an unfair assumption to think that he's a spy because they do that all the time. Yeah, it's because he's really good at it too, and he's really good at it. Yeah. I mean, Jin is just good at games. Yeah, even even anti games. He was, he was like the prince of the elementary school playground. Oh yeah, he wouldn't <laughs> he even bring tell. lunch to school. He would yeah. just like he would just win it. Yeah, <laughs> games of luck. <laughs> so some of the the wonderful like uh, punishments. That we've had in these first 50. Oh, God. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about... Okay, I already know what my favorite... One of my favorite punishments ever. Yeah. Um, What episode was it? I can almost see it. If you just bring that closer to my face. If you just bring it closer to my face. Episode 38. Oh, yeah? Because Yoongi is in the chimmy outfit. And it- <laughs> it's like a chimmy onesie, but almost like a mascot. It's a mask, yeah. It's it's really a mascot because it has the huge like Hat head, head. head. Yeah. And at some point, um, during that episode, Yungi is getting like irritated and frustrated, so he like sits down in the corner, yeah, to sort of pout, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's just sitting in the corner, in his chewy outfit. I mean, there's with nothing his little cuter. pout on his face, right? Than seeing a little, Killed. a little cute kitty in a chimney, in a chimney outfit, just pouting in the corner, holding his knees, 
feeling a bit sad. Oh my God. Yeah. Now this was another thing that I picked up from run. Um, you know, we don't necessarily have the same concept here, but the idea of the punishment, it's almost like they, they have prizes and then they also have punishments and they're almost equal. Get punished. They're like, yeah, they're like, we care about the prizes, but we also care about punishments. We also care about punishments. And so the idea for this chimmy one was whoever won the game, the loser has to wear their like BT twenty one costume. So right, right, Jimin right. won the previous game or something, and Yoongi lost, so he got the punishment. And these punishments are are fun. You you get to see these like kind of carry over, so it's cool to see these connections between yeah. the episodes. I the the best one is when um, Namjoon and uh, Tay go up the mountain together yeah. to see the sunrise. Oh, it's so cute. I mean, it's a punishment, a but it's almost like, thing. yeah, it's almost like a little fun thing, too. It's like, yeah, sure. You had to wake up really early because they're seeing the sunrise. But Jin makes them food. He woke yeah. up even earlier so we could make them food. And like, I thought it was so sweet. It was like a little little Kim Brothers thing. Yeah. It's and so it's, it's really cool because it adds this kind of like, why is this happening? And, and creates this sort of mystery. So you're like. That's why every now and again, you'll see them wearing a very weird shirt, you know, and it's like, oh, that's a punishment. And it, yeah, it, it's really cool. That is fun. Yeah. And then back in the day, I guess um, when they went to airports, there was like <laughs> that was always a punishment, right? Like they'd have to wear something weird to the airport. Like yeah. Like a handbook yeah. or um, a punishment shirt or something like that. Yeah. Or yeah. Outfit. Um, not that they've done that in over a year so. That doesn't really happen I'm sure anymore. they will do it again, right? Okay, so we would be remiss if we did not speak about food in run episodes. It's it is really important. I always thought it was funny, like, um, because like when you see people who are considered successful, even if they're not actually rich, but they're like famous. Like Americans, I don't know if everyone thinks this, but Americans think that famous people are rich. That's not always true. Mm. First of all, being famous and fe- being rich aren't necessarily the same thing. Um, but like whenever you see someone famous on a show that's like you never offer them a prize and they never get to win money. Mm. You know what I mean? Like someone who's famous goes on Jeopardy. They're playing for a charity. Oh, yeah, yeah. They can never get money of their own because you're kind of assuming that they have money and success. But I've seen BTS like straight up be willing to destroy each other for like a chicken wing. You know what I mean? Like those boys will do anything for like the cheapest snack ever, like a snack that costs less than a dollar. And they're competing at like this intense level. And it makes me think, are they starving? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Are they that hungry? And I think, yes, I think they are that hungry, but also I get it. Like, when I see, like, that's the thing about Run. I'm like, sometimes I'm like, okay, we got to have some food ready if we're going to watch Run. Like, that's one of my favorite things. I know. That yeah. is such a trap. If you try to, like, if you're between meals and you're not even that hungry and you sit down and watch Run, you're going to have a really hard time because they are going to be food teasing you. With, yeah. With BTS just, like, enjoying their food. Like, they enjoy their food so much. Even if I didn't think the food was that appetizing, the fact that they enjoy, I'm like, oh, now I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah. Like every now and again, that's the thing. You roll the dice. You're like, is this a food episode? Epis- or and they, they all are food yeah, episodes, yeah. right? Like so often the prize is food. 
And if the prize is food, they're fighting harder than anything. Oh, if the yeah. prize is something else, they're like, whatever, okay. But if it's food, knives come out. Yeah. <laughs> Friendships over, knives out, it's for food. Yeah. And if they put food in front of them, um, I, I, I have to say, I really respect Jungkook as a, as a human being. When they put food in front of him, he doesn't wait to ask when he can eat that food. He just starts quietly and yeah. quickly eating that food while he has the chance. I get you, Jungkook. Yeah, I that's my you. favorite. Like watching him just kind of like, hmm, sneaky. Just, ow, ow, yep. Yum, yum. And then number two person who never lets... Uh, Never lets food go to waste in front of him. Kim Sok Jin. Jin will be right there. Only for some reason, if it's Jin, he will have a nice plate and a fine pair of chopsticks. Yeah. No, it's because <laughs> he, nowhere. he carries them on him, right? He He's always ready. He is ready to have a meal. Exactly. Um, he has the implements. It is his like life's pursuit to eat well. And he, yeah. he does it well. Um, and I just respect him. <laughs> I respect him for this. Um, but yeah, you better have your snacks when you're yeah. sitting down to watch run. Yeah. One of the great ones, uh, one of the uh, first ones that I saw was 15. Uh, that's the one where they kind of torture them. They set all this beautiful food in front of them and they have to kind of play these games or something to like, they, I feel like they do this a couple times. And it's like in front of this weird, kind of like, looks like a Mexican, Mexican restaurant. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm just like, there's a Mexican restaurant in Korea in an indoor water park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, it takes me so long to just get over a Mexican restaurant in an indoor water park in Korea. Um, but yeah, once I get over that. But they don't eat Mexican food. Yeah, it's not Mexican food. It's not it's Mexican like, food. Yeah. It's so funny, though. Watching uh, Jungkook <laughs> sneak food. Oh, my God. This kid. That's why I respect him. Yeah. Right? He knows he knows how it is. He knows how to get those snacks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, also that episode I feel like is a little bit infamous. Yeah. Because I have never seen them be so actually mean to each other. As they are in that episode. Oh yeah, that's the one that's like foods on the line. Like knives come out. Yeah. And it is funny, but it's also like there's a few that are like, ooh, that was that was a little rough. Yeah, like when they harsh. turn turn the cameras off, they're like, "Sorry, bro." No, no, no. They had to have like a they had to have like a band meeting. Yeah. After that episode, because tears were shed, like they were cutting each other, and and that's the other thing too is like, um, early days BTS, they were like not only wild but they were like a little harsh. So yeah. they like you can see them kind of like piss each other off for yeah. real yeah they had harder edges you know they had harder edges and yeah. when the momentum of all seven chaos demons is going strong like some 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 bodies get left behind you yeah, know what yeah. i mean <laughs> some are trampled in the in the, in the, the weak run. get cold yeah <laughs> that's so funny yeah they're like they're like little wolf puppies uh in the beginning and and they're a little harsh but that episode like it's like it's a stupid game. I, I think it's like the worst game you should play. If yeah. You, if you don't, if you want to break up friendships, play this game. I know. The concept of the game is insult the person to their face. Try as hard as you can to hurt their feelings, and then the challenge is you get insulted, and then you say like, like thank, thank you, you or yeah, you gotta, or it's okay. Yeah. And you have to be believable. What a messed up game, man. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's like one of those classic like how to like break up a marriage. How like, to break up a marriage. <laughs> play this game. Insult each other as badly as you can. Yeah, yeah. And then pretend to not be bothered by it. But that's an, another thing I, I saw um, when I was watching like maybe some other variety shows like kind of Mnet and stuff. There is this kind of like pranky viciousness to their pranks and and things like that. Just yeah. Um, now I'm reminded of the Jungkook birthday prank, which I'm, yeah, st- I'm still right? not over that. I mean, that's the thing. Um, they are there's kind of like harsh pranks, and I think that's just kind of that harder edge that we saw earlier on. Right. And I think they just kind of got over it. Like they're like, nah, you know, they didn't feel like. I'm so glad they did. Oh, I'm yeah. so glad that they don't play games that could end their band. <laughs> or, or I don't know. know. It seems like a bad idea. Like, like, let's all pretend that we hate each other. I mean, as any, a game, any prank where like it breaks <laughs> someone down to tears, you know, is a little. <laughs> let's make each other cry for fun. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. That's not a good game. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's dumb. Um, yeah, this this game got too wild. And I don't it's funny because like you, it's a little shocking, especially if you're coming like you're a fan, like basically all of us are now that are like watching these episodes from the point of view of knowing BTS now. Yeah, yeah. It's such a contrast. Like yeah. how they acted back then was very different. Yeah, yeah. Like you're you're like dark and wild. It's like it, what life goes on. What? Yeah. Yeah. Very dark and wild era. They were dark and wild. Let yeah. me tell you. They were like teenagers who had too much energy and um would just trample over each other when the other ones got in the way. Like they just they did they were just like wolf puppies. That's what they were like. Yeah, yeah. And uh they're they're just wild and they nip at each other and they insult each other and piss each other off like frequently. Yeah, yeah. And now they're just like pink clouds of love you know yeah. <laughs> like, they're just super soft and super fluffy and they're just like hello i love you oh i love you too they're just you know puddles of cuteness to with each other so all of the hard edges have been worn away yeah, yeah. <laughs> by this time um but oh man they they were a little bit they were a little bit mean <laughs> <laughs> And you can just imagine, like, what kind of stuff was going down in the dorm. Okay? Early days BTS. Yeah. They well, were, that's the they, thing. <laughs> they were not taking shit from each other. Not only that, but they had to have, like, all sorts of, like, coordination and things like that. You know, they always talk about, like, the bathroom. Like, it's like... Can you imagine? Yeah. Seven dudes? Seven dudes sharing one bathroom. It's crazy. All, who all have to look perfect every day. Mm-hmm. They're not like seven dudes that are like going to college or something and just wearing sweats and rolling out of bed in the morning. They're seven idols. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who, who wear makeup and have to look perfect whenever they walk outside the door. I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that would be horrible. But yeah, I don't know. Get Grab a snack and watch Run, <laughs> right? Like... Or, it's so fun. I think it's great to see how much they've grown. Like, yeah. it it definitely is a big difference. Like, um, being able to see where they started, both big hit, like how they um, got better at editing the episodes and making them more fun and figuring out what the heck the episodes even are. Yeah. But also, like, how BTS, like, have changed over time. 
like yeah. it's 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 great. Like you can totally see all the energy that they're putting into run and like how hard they're trying. I really love how like you can see how much they've matured and how their group dynamic has changed so much over time. Like how they treat each other has changed so much and how they how comfortable they are has changed so much. But what hasn't changed is like the amount of energy that they put in. Oh yeah. Right? The yeah. the how much fun they have with things. Like you can tell there are some episodes of Ren where some of the members are having a really shitty time. Like they're having a bad day. Yeah. For whatever reason, we don't know. But the other members are always there to like bring the energy up. Yeah, yeah. There's just wonderful like group energy that they can draw on and that they can like protect the person who is having a hard time and take the take like the pressure off of them. It's it's really cool and to see that like that their ability to work as a group even in these silly contexts just gets so much stronger. Um, as the episodes go on. Yeah, and, and that episode, uh, episode 50, Eve retrospective kind of, right? Where they kind of look back. It's really cool because you do get to see, this is like, uh, these first 50 is 2015 to 2018, right? Yeah. That's when they shot it. That's a that's a good gap of time. Like you got yeah. from dark and wild to love yourself, basically, right? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. And so it's really cool watching that one. And just they do these like kind of it's almost like a clip show and and they do awards and it, it like you can really see in a concentrated view their progress. Yeah. 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 I, lo- I love that. I think it's a fun companion to like just kind of understanding the the story of them as a band, this other aspect of them. Like it's not like you're getting candid interviews or emotional moments and run you definitely not but it's like seriously so freaking funny like the bigger army you are the funnier you're gonna find it like yeah yeah and it's just like so much fun and you do get to see like how i don't know how much efforts they put in and like um how much fun they're able to have with something so silly yeah, and that's what's cool is every time you watch it, it's kind of different because you know yeah. them better and and you're you're more experienced. Um, and and we only what we have ninety more to go. Yeah. So <laughs> so far. Yeah, here's to watching more run. But um, it was really cool in that episode fifty. Was like Jungkook was saying, yeah, I I can't wait to do the next five hundred or something. Yeah. <laughs> And we can't wait to watch the next 500. I know. Over and over. We're here for you. Yes. (laughs) If you make it, we will watch it. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We'll watch it a lot. We'll watch you do your taxes. We're waiting for the episode where you guys do your taxes. Yeah, exactly. And we will find it hilarious and entertaining. Don't worry. (laughs) 